Welcome to the Buns Podcast. Before we get started, I don't really have much to say. As of recording this, you guys are all probably rocked by uh, the presidential debates. You know, I'm not really one to comment. The only thing I'm going to say is that uh, it would be funny if it wasn't real life. I mean, it's pretty high stakes. So... With that, let's just go straight into This Week in Buns. Welcome to This Week in Buns, uh, the triumphant return of Callie. Hi, Buns. Sorry so, I was away. I missed a lot. Yeah. Well, with the big move to uh, to LA and the trip to Hawaii, I'm just glad that you were able to, uh, to come and be a part of this. Buns, I could never leave you. Yeah, well, anyone who listens to the episode last week will know that uh, we were uh, in a bit of dire straits because uh, I had a really long interview and I was just lost at sea without a co-host. So Aww. we're back. We're well, back good in business, thing the guys. Interview was so long. Yes, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. So um, we got some some stuff to catch up on. It would seem. Yeah, I have a few things from the week I was gone and some things from this week, but I feel like I missed a lot. So if you guys saw any awesome posts that we don't cover, please go to Bun's Podcast Zone and let me know and we can talk about it next week because I was not on the internet nearly as much as I usually am. I'm sure I missed something amazing. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should get people to start putting up posts in the podcast zone that you think are interesting for us, and and we'll cover them. We need some. Uh, what we need is some buns correspondence. If you uh, can dig up some interesting stories on buns or things that we even missed from days gone by, yeah, I would uh, love that. Let us know. Um, so the way you can do that, because not everybody knows how to find a posts permalink, so you can post just that and not like the whole Facebook group. Under the original poster's name, it'll say the date that it was posted. So it'll be like September 14th. If you click that uh, date stamp, it'll take you to the actual like link, the permalink URL of that post. So you can then just copy cut it from your browser and post it in uh, podcast zone so we can all see it. Yeah, great. Or, or you can uh, add it to your favorites or something, your saved posts. And then when you open it up, the URL at the top, will be a permalink. Yes, that is also true. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about what's going on this week in Buns. Well, let's start, because the oldest post that I have uh, is, which we should address first, I suppose, is that Eli posted a pretty uh, important post in Helping Zone on the 12th, and he was posting it on behalf of someone who did not want to post herself. And she was saying that she was a single mom with a long-term disability and she's struggling to put food on her table. Uh, and she wants, uh, she was in need of some food for her daughter's lunches. Um, although, actually, she did say that she needs food for herself because she's using all of the money that she can to get good food for her daughter. Um, and that normally that's okay for her, but she's diabetic, so not having proper food for her is affecting her health because of her blood sugar levels and all of this. So 
Eli was asking for help on her behalf uh, and saying that you could reach out to him to get her email address uh, and that if you had any produce or proteins to spare to let him know. Uh, she apparently was going through good food help as well um, and is getting help from them, but also wanted other donations. So I think they got a lot of help, but still I'm sure she could use more. Like, you can always use more food, especially since I think the main thing that she needed was fresh food, fresh fruits and vegetables and not so much with, uh, like, canned stuff. And that goes bad. So I'm sure that, like, by the time this podcast comes out, that she'll maybe need some more because this was from a couple of weeks ago. Well, I got a bit of an update to that, actually. Okay, cool. Because I talked to uh, Eli about it and... uh, you know, I'm going to do my best to, uh, assuming that she's okay to talk about it, I'm going to do my best to, to have her on the podcast to kind of talk about her experience with buns. But uh, she's so overwhelmed by all the help that she got. There was a lot of, uh, I mean, normally we say no cash in the zone, but there were a lot of people donating cash, gift cards, food. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So she's got enough to last her a good while. And that's not to say that if you don't want to help, uh, I'm sorry, that's not to say if you want to help that you shouldn't, um, you know, you can either try and contact Eli and see if you can help or if uh, you contact him and he says, you know, she's got a lot right now, she doesn't really need that much more help, maybe just try and help somebody else or, you mm-hmm. know, donate something to a food bank or whatever. We'll touch yeah, on yeah. that a, a little bit later in the show because I, I got some things that I want to say, but... Uh, yeah, it seems like Buns really came through and uh, helped this mother in need. Well, that's really good to hear because, yeah, I, I actually just noticed there was an update further on in the comments. So that's great. Thanks, Buns. Yeah, I mean, with all the like crazy, you know, sometimes weird conversations that we can get in, it's nice to know that we can still just rally around people that, that need our assistance. Yeah, well, speaking of rallying around people that need our assistance... Um, this next one that I wanted to cover was one of my favorite things that happened on buns, uh, in the last week or so. Um, this lovely couple who was, uh, getting married, um, they are two, uh, ladies from Israel and their country didn't recognize gay marriage, but Canada does. They have like a kid together. They've been together for like 10 years Uh, They're expecting their second kid and they wanted to get married now that they're in Canada to like make everything official. But um, they had like a ceremony with friends and family back in Israel, but they want to have like their official civil ceremony. And it was literally like they posted this post and it was like, we're having our civil ceremony today at 11 a.m. If you happen to be around and free for 10 to 20 minutes, we would be forever thankful if you'd come be our witness because they needed people there to like witness their marriage. Um, and Ken Ferguson uh, was one of a few buns who ended up showing up at their wedding. He like jumped on his bike, bought two floral bouquets for them and showed up at their marriage uh, and like had an amazing time. Another bun went and did wedding photography for them. And so like, Everybody just immediately jumped on board like the day of this happening and like made a really special thing happen for these awesome people. That's really the best part of Buns is how 
you know, we're able to rally around each other and, and help each other out. And I saw the photos, uh, of this online kind of watching the story mm-hmm. unfold. And I think it's pretty incredible. I think that, uh, I mean, they, uh, they weren't buns themselves, but I think it's pretty amazing that, uh, you know, buns as a community exist and is able to help out these people. And there's enough people on buns that when they hear a story that they know, you know, the community will be all for that. They're like, okay, I got to post this. Someone will help us out. And and then we do. Yeah. And especially since it happened like super fast, um, I'm friends with, I didn't see the original um, post until much later. I originally saw it because I'm friends with Ken on Facebook through buns. Uh, and he posted about like his experience attending their wedding. And right. he had like a screenshot and it was like, literally it was like posted like two hours ago and it was like, we need people for 11 a.m. Um, and it was like, she just posted that in trading zone and he like immediately jumped on a bike and ran down there along with a bunch of other people. So like that's, it wasn't even like next week or tomorrow. It was literally like in a couple of hours <laughs> if you can make it. Yeah. So yeah, that and was super heartwarming. Well, I don't really have anything heartwarming, but I do have something. Well, you know what? I do have something heartwarming. Um, Mary posts that uh, kind of a strange request, although I didn't think it was that strange. ISO one or two cups worth of dog food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she's having some issues uh, financially, and he, she herself is... is uh, eating pretty minimally and so she was wondering if she could get some help for her dog Mm -hmm. uh and the reason i i uh well i mean the post in itself is is an interesting one i don't know that i've ever heard uh requests for pet food before but oh i have but go on. oh have you yeah um (laughs) but she uh updated the post uh very very thankful for uh all the food that she got she says update a bun joanne dropped off a ton of food treats so daisy is set for a long time eternally grateful um and i know that we like it seems like the theme of this episode is just like we're so good at helping each other but it's crazy <laughs> it, it is yeah i'm it's these kinds of stories not just the, the dog food obviously but it's these kind of stories that i point to when people ask me what is buns i say well you know I'll always start off with it's a it's a bartering website. It's kind of a city network now, though. It's it's grown into this thing where, you know, it's really just about people helping people. And uh, there as many examples as there are of of funny, interesting, amazing trades. There's probably that many, if not more, examples of buns helping buns. Yeah, and even this girl like she got so much help that not just people posting support for her in the comments and people actually like donating a bunch of like dog food to her so she's and her dog are set for a while but like she was herself so overwhelmed with the support and so many people like offering help that she like thanked everyone and was like don't worry about me. Like my dog always comes first and I get paid Friday. It's fine. She just needed like dog food for a couple of days. And she, she actually ended up turning off commenting because she, I think just like was super overwhelmed by everyone being so kind. Um, but like, 
this post has like 500 likes and 53 comments of people like are they offering to help or like posting pictures of their own pets and yeah it was cute it was really nice to see yeah well i from that i have something that is just totally off the wall sonia posts that she is iso a job slash internship at a law firm and what is she offering in return for that job or inter- internship? Two didgeridoos. <laughs> that is really maybe the opposite thing that I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and then there's just a whole host of hilarious comments. I don't really know how to, uh, you know, there's a, a sweet scene from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that says, hey, we're lawyers. Um, and a, a bunch of other people kind of commenting, I would do this trade if I had a law firm because, well, well, I mean, I don't have a law firm, but if I did, because <laughs> I don't have any didgeridoos. But maybe if I had a law firm, I had some didgeridoos, so I'm not sure. I want to meet the person who has a law firm and wants a didgeridoo. Yeah, me too. I, <laughs> I don't want to meet... a well-rounded human. <laughs> yeah, I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy with a law firm and a didgeridoo, except I've never been to Australia and I don't know the first thing about the law. Didgeridoos are also incredibly difficult to play. Are they? Yeah, I've tried. It's not, it's, you got to make some weird mouth, like air shapes. I saw a guy one. trumpety, I don't know. Yeah, I saw a guy playing one on the street once and he was like, it's one of those instruments that you can play it while you're blowing or breathing in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of weird I, I can't wrap my head around that but anyway if you have a law firm and want a didgeridoo get on this, this post is for you yeah well okay so this post is also a bit older but it was posting in helping zone and i don't think anyone has actually helped yet so erica posted um a kind of hilarious iso uh, there is a popular Homer J. Simpson gif, which she posted. It's him slowly backing into and being consumed by a green hedge. Uh, she was ISO someone to create one of those gifs with another character that she will send slash describe to you. Uh, and she doesn't know how to like make a gif or Photoshop it or whatever. So, um, she's offering a bunch of interesting things for trade uh, a painting she's done using only her toes holding a brush and with paint of her least favorite colors babysitting dog or cat sitting pet rock sitting or pokemon sitting services uh, she could also make you cube bubbles after following a youtube diy tutorial or easily replace you in sitting down with your fiance and looking through all of their pinterest top pics of expensing expensive wedding shit you can't afford whilst nodding and smiling accordingly um, she will crush cans you've been unable to put out to recycling because they won't fit in the already full bin or fishtail braid your hair. Though, to be honest, uh, she doesn't actually know how to do a fishtail, so she'll just do a regular braid. Uh, her, like, list of things that she was going to offer was hilarious. And no one has taken her up on any of them yet. Uh, she needs someone to Photoshop and make her a gift. So... If you are someone who can draw or Photoshop her uh, the mystery character that she needs and make it into a GIF, 
hit up Erica. We will put the link to this in Bun's podcast zone. Uh, or if you're in helping zone, you could try searching for it. But she needs you guys. It's been like a week and no one's helped her yet. Yeah. Um, side note, it makes me really happy that you say GIF and not GIF. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> who Man, the, the guy who invented it and said that that's how you pronounce it can just go walk off a cliff because that's not how that letter works. Anyway. Yeah, I think that... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's an age thing. You, like I, I say GIF. Ugh, I say GIF. <laughs> but uh, I think that uh, some of the younger crowd says says GIF, and I'm like that just makes me think of peanut butter. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. The next uh, post that I saw was a crazy curb alert. I don't know if you saw this one. Who wants a free piano? Oh, the two pianos. Yeah. Yeah, those were beautiful pianos, actually. Well, I I mean, even if they weren't perfect, just to like, take them in and repair them or something, because like free piano, you know? Yeah, one Pianos of them are expensive. really ornate and like pretty. It's the craziest curbler. I can't speak th- tonight. It's the craziest <laughs> curbler I've seen thus far, I think. Did anyone get them? Does it say? I didn't see an update, but let me just scroll down here. Uh, I hope someone said, got them. Someone said they're both still here. Ah. Well, they're probably not by now. <laughs> I assume it's like the weight of the thing would make them hard to uh, to just get a buddy and pick them up. Yeah, so. you can't put that on a skateboard. No, no, no. Although there was that Bun skateboard moving service, if you I know, recall. I know, I know. That was a callback. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just too tired it's this okay, evening. It's okay. But uh, I hope somebody got those pianos because, I mean... It's sad, sad to see them go to waste. Okay, anyway. well, I have a ridiculous one. Oh, yeah. Um, Meadow Rose posted in the main trading zone, this bag is a chicken. Yes, that very chicken you need to add to your collection. <laughs> one man zippered pouch with I see what you did there. Lining. She did that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and her wings are two open pockets because... You have lots of stuff to carry. This faithful companion will actually was actually my prom date, no joke. Um, ISO, a bunch of household stuff. Make me an offer. I'm sure your taste is impeccable. So not only was this full of a bunch of amazing puns, uh, but it's literally a bag that is a giant chicken. Now, you said <laughs> companion, right? Uh, like, like hen? Yes. Companion? Yeah, she oh had um, add to your cluction, uh, beak cuz, uh, companion. Yeah, she, um, she like, uh, what's it called? She used dashes in the words, so you could definitely get her puns. It's amazing. Uh. Um, a bunch of people were super interested. There's like 67 comments on this. Um, some really good jokes in the comments. Uh, she updated that it was traded. So thank you for all the interroost in her post. Um, nice. She literally had so many people respond to her that she wrote everyone's name on a little piece of paper, turned them upside down, hovered her hands over, feeling for the one with the strongest vibes, and then for good measure, tossed them all in a hat and picked one. Same name both times. <laughs> so I guess that person is the person who got the chicken. There you have it. I think, oh. that's, a, I think that's a fair way to decide who gets the trade. 
It was like a perfect post, honestly. 10 out of 10 would read again. Good for you. Good for you. Well, uh, Let's let's transition from weird post to weird situation. All right. Uh, Shaylee posts in the zone that uh, she had a bit of a weird situation where she went to go trade some uh, liquor for a gift card. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it, it turned out the person who was after the liquor may have been uh, a bit too young to consume the liquor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so that is just to say that uh, if you are out there, Buns, trading liquor for other things, make sure that the person that you are trading with is uh, actually allowed to consume said liquor. Yeah. Yeah, this person, she was like, ah, they looked like they were like 17 or like they looked like a teenager. <clears throat> and she ended up not trading with them because of that. Yes, and then there was some... Uh, some hurt feelings there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that bit, but... Yeah, uh, a spot of drama. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do not feed young children liquor. Uh, I don't think it's probably not good. So, well, I mean, if I was the kid, I'd be like, yeah, give me the liquor. But I can understand <laughs> why you probably don't want to trade little kids liquor or little kids fuck i sound like an old man anyway you are an old man yes do not give minors liquor if you can help it well okay so speaking of weird situations i have a couple uh the first one uh in helping zone mithrin which is an awesome name by the way uh she says that um a friend she was like a friend and i saw this guy cut a lock and ride off with two bikes outside of the farmhouse tavern on DuPont mm. around 12.30 a.m. Wednesday night. And this was posted on the 21st of September. Uh, I took a video of the guy and we grilled him. But without proof, we couldn't hold him because they, they couldn't actually like they thought he was stealing them. But they couldn't prove that he was stealing them. So she posted a video and a couple of photos of him with the bikes. Very clear photo of his face. Um, a bunch of people in the comments were like, you're amazing to do this and react so quickly, even just to take the video. Um, turns out in the comments, she updated in the comments saying that, um, they found the person who owns the blue bike and she's reported it to the police. The other one is still unclaimed though. Um, she was like, cause a bunch of people said she should have just taken the bike from him. So she said they almost did, but since they weren't a hundred percent sure he was stealing them, uh, he even had the audacity to respond with not everyone's a thief, uh, when they accused him of stealing the bikes. Um, so they, they let him get away, but they have his face and you should, if you had your bike stolen, uh, from around the farmhouse tavern area up on DuPont recently, Go take a look at this post and see if the other bike is yours because the blue one is definitely stolen. So perhaps uh, they might know where your bike is because I think the police they've the police have been given his photo and everything. So I mean, there's a chance. Wild. Yeah. Oh, it makes me not want to own a bike. Hearing all these fucking crazy stories, you know. I know. Well, it's like such expensive property that's just so easily stolen it really is uh anyway and it's a huge problem in toronto but sometimes buns can help you get your bike back so go take a look at this post and see if it's yours 
Um, speaking of stolen things, uh, this was posted a mere nine hours ago in Bun's Pet Zone. Um, it's a really long post, so I'm not going to read it, but the gist of it is, uh, is this person had their cat stolen by their twin brother. Um, so what? yeah, so, okay. So uh, it's a long, it's a very long story and it's all in this very long post that's in pet zone, which again, I, I will put the links up in uh, Bun's podcast zone. Um, but Adhimu was saying that his twin brother, they're estranged. They don't live together. Um, his twin brother struggles with mental health issues and is currently homeless. Uh, and so he'd actually had the, so the cat was originally his brother's cat, but has been living with him for the last five to six years. Uh, so he's been feeding it, grooming it, paying for everything uh like healed it from a stomach infection that nearly killed it and all of this stuff like loved the cat and then um recently the twin brothers showed up demanding the cat but without a carrying case or leash or food or anything and so this person was like do you have anything to take care of the cat but the brother was screaming to him in like the lobby of their apartment so they let their brother into the house the brother grabbed the cat walked out of the apartment and now will not tell him where the cat is so this person is reaching out to buns to try to find out what happened to this cat because the twin brother has since come back to their house without the cat um since the twin brother is homeless this person wasn't really sure what they did with the cat if it's with a friend if it is in animal shelters like they've been checking in animal shelters um and so they're appealing to buns if you've seen the cat, the cat's name is Smeagol. Uh, great name. Yeah, great name. Um, so they're really distressed that they don't know what's happened to this cat because they love the cat. And uh, they have another cat that's also sad that like its friend cat is gone. So they just want to try to find the cat. At the very bottom of this post, th when they originally wrote it, they forgot to include a picture, but there is a link to a picture at the bottom of the post. So please go look at this post. See if you recognize this cat. If you were given this cat or if you've seen this cat even running around on the street because a bunch of people in the comments were saying, if he showed up and walked out of the apartment holding the cat without a cat carrier, most cats will freak out and just like claw you and run away like after sure. a couple of blocks. So maybe it's just in the neighborhood. So please, guys, if you have any idea what happened to Smeagol, uh, find this post and let them know because they're really distressed about losing the cat. There's also yeah. more photos in the comments. So make sure that you look at the comments. So yeah, that was heartbreaking to read today, but I think maybe if we rally, we might be able to like, at least like at the very least, they would like to know that the cat is like safe with someone, if not get the cat back. Like obviously this person would like to get their cat back, but at the very least, like know that it's safe. So um, we need to hire that. that that detective. Oh yeah, that. Laura. <laughs> Laura, you're on the case. Find the missing cat, Laura. Um, there's been a lot of animal posts this week, actually. I mean, on the flip side of that, a bunch of people found animals, which was really lovely. Somebody 
got reunited with their lost dog. Somebody else found a budgie walking around Bloor and Oh, Dover I saw Park. that, like in a park somewhere? Yeah, something? she was like, this was just wandering around, very clearly domesticated, probably got out a window or something. He is very bitey, responds to nothing, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, so she actually grabbed the bird and took it home. And then someone in the comments posted a picture of the a missing bird poster that was up in their neighborhood. Um, so thanks to that person whose name is Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, she contacted the person in that poster, which turns out it was their bird. And they were really excited to get their bird back. And their bird friend, who would like been sad and hadn't been singing since its bird friend went missing, was like very happy. So that was a nice, that was a nice happy ending lost animal post. Yeah, that's good. There was also some last week as well. well I think we're we're pretty good at reuniting um, animals to their owners. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Someone else had their dog found too, which was whatever nice. happened to that to that guy who uh, called animal control and they, you know, someone. You know what story I'm talking about? He called Animal Control. They took his name down, but they got the number wrong or something. And oh, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, it was that um, It was that hairless cat. Yeah. yeah. Was there ever an update on that one? You know what? I will look into that and get back to everyone next week because that originally was posted by someone outside of Buns, and then someone in Buns shared that post into Buns to try to like get the community to help. Uh, so since the original poster is not in buns, I, they obviously like have not updated us because they don't know that we want to know what happened with their cat. The last time I saw an update, it was still that the cat was missing and they were really sad about it, but that was a couple weeks ago. So, um, let me do some digging on the, uh, hairless cat, the lost hairless cat and I'll get back to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so curious. There's so many, uh, loose ends and i always forget to you're much better at uh saving the links to the posts and then being able to call them up again i just kind of not as good with it but uh, i'm hoping that some of these have a happy resolution you have anything else for us before we uh um i do uh i have a couple of the last ones are all light-hearted and funny um in Bun's Trading Zone main group, uh, Trevor Crook was ISO what this is. Thought it was fake till we went up close. Seen at Brock in college. And then there's a photo of a Coke can next to a spider that's as big as the Coke can. Um, and it's horrifying. I actually am not afraid of spiders and will literally pick them up with my hands and put them outside. But this thing is terrifying, <laughs> even to me. Uh, and the comments are just filled with there's 188 comments and they're all pretty hilarious um so if you're not too traumatized by seeing possibly fake pictures of large spiders because there were a few people in the comments who were accusing this of being a photoshop um it may or may not be real uh but uh, if you want to read some hilarious comments and you're not afraid of seeing pictures of horrifying spiders, then go take a look at that one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it, to me, it just looks like perspective. It seems pretty real. I don't know. I mean, there are a lot of good comments comparing it to the aliens from aliens, which is, it actually kind of looks like a face hugger. Like it's the same color, but it's got legs. But yeah, I guess the face hugger has legs. Yeah, it doesn't have a legs. tail. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have a tail. That's true. 
Anyhow. Um, oh, so the other one was, I think, um, kind of a new uh, closing time Bella Clava bicycle dude. Sort oh, of. right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It also has 200 comments and like 1.1 thousand likes. Uh, Aaron posted in the main trading zone. Um, the It's a picture of graffiti with a guy laying down. He's naked. He's peeing on his face. So <laughs> the actual post says, I came home from work this evening only to find this pornography on the side of my building. The person who did this is clearly sick and has no respect for other people's belongings. ISO, someone who knows this person, to let the individual know that they're not nice and that they should remove this immediately. What the hell is SwimFan69 anyways? Um, so in, in the same vein as the Bellaclava dude, kind of like an outraged post of someone doing like being outraged by something sort of came out in the comments um, from people searching Instagram. There is an Instagram, like an actual account with the name swimfan69, but uh, it is private. I'm not sure if it was when this very first was posted because I found it a little bit after that. And by the time I found it, it was already private and I requested to follow it and they have not um, allowed me to yet. So not sure what's going on there, but somebody else searched for SwimFan69 as a hashtag in Instagram and found a picture of the same graffiti from like over a year ago. So clearly the uh, outrage uh, expressed in this post is somewhat feigned because there's no way that they, quote, came home and found this pornography on the side of their building because it's been there for a while. Um, but it was still funny and the comments are still funny. It's just kind of a mystery. Yeah. It's just, you know what? This is why I love buns. <laughs> sometimes you get people thanking people for feeding them or feeding their dogs. And sometimes you get graffiti of a guy with a giant, you know, member pissing into his own mouth. Yeah. I mean, that is, yeah. that is buns in a nutshell, it really. really is. <laughs> the entire internet in a nutshell, honestly. Um, there are a lot of conspiracy theories that the OP is actually SwimFan69 and the Closing Time guy. So I'm not the only I, one who saw, who noticed a similarity here. I'd be okay with it. I'm no, I mean, yeah, I'm totally fine with that too. <laughs> you know what? If it is the same guy, kudos. You are a Buns creator. Yeah, you are the, the Buns Banksy. Mm -hmm. Well, SwimFan69 certainly is. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyhow, so my last few posts are short. Um, two literally have happened in the last like 12 hours and are hilarious. Like every uh, Buns constantly has uh, sort of hilarious um, like nostalgia posts. Uh, Megan, if you is ISO, um, Bonnie Bell bottled emotions perfume, specifically the quote crazy scent. Um, I have no idea what she, that is. That's because you weren't a little girl in the 90s. Um, perhaps, actually, if I send you the photo, you will recognize them. Um, but there are these perfumes that were, like, all over the place when I was in, like, grade school. And they all had weird scents. There was, like, five of them. A bunch of the people in the comments are, like... Oh, I think I might still have my like lucky. They had dumb names like crazy and lucky and like cool. And they were these like 
stupidly colored like perfume that you bought at Claire's, basically. And they're like made for kids, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they're for like tweens. Okay. Um, and they were super big in the '90s. So if any of you guys who it, any buns have like a treasure trove of stuff stored at their parents' house in the attic. Go dig it out and find these perfumes because Megan really wants them. Uh, in another nostalgia post, an hour ago, uh, Courtney McKay posted asking if anyone has a Tamagotchi M or Tamagotchi M exclamation point X. Uh, she's looking what? for people. I'm not sure if that's a type of Tamagotchi. She posted a picture of the type of Tamagotchi, but... I think it's one, I think it might have been called the Tamagotchi Mix, and you could connect them together to unlock uh, different areas in the game because she says she's looking for people to connect with to unlock the Mermaid Village. So. I didn't even know there was areas. I thought you just kind of like took care of a virtual pet. Yeah, that was the original one, and I think the later ones, or possibly. This might even be a newer one. Like there was a point where Tamagotchis started being made again and they were like new and had what? new characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, like kind of like a nostalgia thing and you could buy like new ones. Um, but anyway, guys, if I don't really know what... Sh- I know what a Tamagotchi is. I'm not sure what the Mermaid Village is. It sounds awesome. It looks real cute. So if you know what that is, you have a Tamagotchi, um, get into Helping Zone and like hook up with Courtney because she needs your help. I mean, honestly, I would love to live in a mermaid village. It sounds great. So, (laughs) well, along those same lines, I think we should start a buns pog tournament. Oh, fuck. I, I still have all of my pogs from grade five, but they're literally in storage in like Alberta somewhere. And I have no idea where they are. And I wish that I had them like in my life because I saved them all from like grade five. I still have like a giant thing of like the holographic pogs and slammers and everything. I was very good at it. Yeah. If you if anyone out there is listening, if you guys have uh, any pogs or slammers, uh, metal slammers, please. Those ones that look like saw blades, mm-hmm. if possible. Oh, I had one of those. <laughs> um let's let's do a little pog tournament now all all that to say i do not have any pogs so i will need to trade for some pogs as well i feel like there have been pogs posted on buns previously uh so if you were the person who posted them and you still have them or you got them uh maybe you could all like play with the same ones everyone could like bring like two or three tall cans to enter and then whoever wins gets all the tall cans amazing Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, one more post. Yeah, go, that's oh, it. go and ahead. And that's it, I promise. Uh, this was another one that I saw today. It was posted nine hours ago, and I thought it was really funny. Uh, in Helping Zone, Marissa posted a photo of a mystery packet of dry goods. You know those? Uh, it's like when you open the box of the dry goods, and it comes out as like a white bag that on the inside is silver, and it doesn't say on it what it is because it came in a box that said what it is. Um, right, yeah, so yeah. So she posted a picture of that uh, with, hey, guys, some Airbnbers left this. Anyone have any idea of what it might be and how to make it? And if you look at the picture up close, the only thing it says on it is can, like C-A-N, can butter herb. 
So uh, there is debates raging in the comments as to whether or not it was noodles in sauce, uh, like an Alfredo sauce, uh, whether it was powdered mashed potatoes, uh, sidekicks, or some noodle. So everyone, it was really funny. She was like, okay, so <laughs> we're going to, she was like, cast your votes. Because obviously she could have just opened it. But it, it was pretty funny that she was like asking people to cast their votes. Her boyfriend says lifted noodles. She said mashed potatoes. And she was like, what should we bet each other for? And then uh, at the very end, someone else posted, oh, I'm hold what I'm holding here. She posted a photo and she was like, are mashed potatoes. They say the same thing on the outside. And then everyone like wanted updates. Turned out it was mashed potatoes. But for a couple of hours, it was a pretty great and hilarious mystery. Oh, man. Buns is full <laughs> of great mysteries. I mean... You know what? At the end of this week, this Buns uh, week, at the end of this month, I'm so delirious from hunger that I think it's only been a week. At the end of this Buns month, I, I feel like I'm going to have some of those mystery packages laying around because mm -hmm. I just have... I have food everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. And it's just like some, some, some of it is just like beyond me. Although I've been, I've been uh, mixing all of your very healthy powders in, <laughs> into a sandy, sandy beverage. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, that I drink the, in the morning. The like hemp protein powder, right? <laughs> well, no, it's not even just that. So it's like the hemp protein powder, the like good shit powder. Yeah, yeah. The, the like... That weird powder that your dad uses? Oh, yeah. I think you're supposed to dissolve that in water and eat it with a meal that involves fat. So maybe double check on the usage for that one. Well, it hasn't killed me. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I the donated a bunch of weird, healthy stuff from my uh, cupboards to Koji. So he would. But I, I, I've also food. gotten a lot of other weird other stuff that I just would not no normally have eaten. Mm -hmm. And it's been a kind of a fun experiment well and probably strange things from people's pantries that may or may not go together to make an actual meal yes yeah <laughs> well kind of along those lines a few things uh one i will be having a little party at my house on thursday so if any of you buns are around and would like to attend hang out with me and some of the buns hq guys and just some other great buns uh, go to the Buns office, uh, 372 Richmond Street West, Suite 205, I believe. You'll see the giant Buns sticker and drop off some non-perishable food items. And the food items are not for me, actually. So what's going to happen is at the end of this week, any food that I have left over and any food that we collect will be going to a food bank. And uh, yeah, so if you drop off some food, you'll get invited to the party at my place. There'll be beers and and barbecue and I'm sure a lot of veggie stuff because some of the people that are attending are, are vegetarian and vegan and whatnot. So there'll be food for everybody. Uh, Amazing. Come, yeah, come hang out with us, hang out with me and I will be getting my hair chopped off and I will be <laughs> donating that as well. I'm so devastated that I am not in Toronto. I would almost fly back just for this party. It's like just bring some food and have a rager at Koji's house because his parents are away for the weekend and he's going to shave his head on a dare. Like, it's amazing. Pretty much. <laughs> the buns, uh, it's like the buns, like high school t movie. It, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to kind of videotape some of it. So if you can't make it out, you know, 
Uh, you can see it can online. Skype but in for it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> but let me also say that even if you can't get to the Buns office and you can't make it to my place, we're going to extend it out for a little while longer so you can continue to drop off food at the Buns office after this month. And anything that we get, we'll be donating to a food bank. Awesome. Because you guys have done such a good job at keeping me fed that uh, I think it's about time that we raise some stuff and uh, feed some people who need it. Uh, so one last thing before I kind of get off of uh, this whole topic here. Mm-hmm. Well, two things, actually. So I actually mentioned this in the CBC interview, but uh, it got cut out. Or did I say CBC? I meant CTV. How dare I? <laughs> CTV interview, but it got caught, cut out was... I, I'm thinking, and I want to get your input on this, uh, Callie. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of doing like an ALS type thing, like an ice bucket challenge, mm-hmm. in which we have, we try and get people to live off buns, sorry, live on buns for a week. And any food they have left over in the week that is, of course, non perishable, they donate to a food bank and then pass along the challenge to somebody else. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Do you think it's feasible? Do you think that people would actually be willing to try and live on buns for a week? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that, like, yeah, I'm sure some people would be into trying that. And, man, like, that's a really interesting concept. Sorry, I'm just digesting. <laughs> yeah, it's not think a... think of, like, the feasibility. I mean, it's not as um, consuming as a month, because I will say yeah. that... A month is is uh, probably more than you would want to bear, but I feel like a week you could go a week without spending any money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know? feel like I could. I feel like I have a lot of stuff that I could trade for some food, especially since um, it's fall, so it's harvest season, which means that any buns who had gardens this year are like harvesting all of the things that they've grown. So. You wouldn't just have to be, you know, getting people to buy you groceries. It could be stuff that they grew themselves and stuff from their pantry. So, yeah, that could actually work. It's kind of the perfect time of year. Right. Well, let's see. Let's see if I can make that a thing. I'm going to release another video on Monday, kind of outline how everything has been going, talk about the party, and then see if we can get this challenge off the ground i would do it if i wasn't in la and we have a buns trading zone but it is not active so i would probably starve to death yeah there's there's definitely some <laughs> some die some diehard buns out there but it's it's nowhere near the level of toronto yeah and i feel like to go in even just a week surviving uh on buns you would need as much assistance as you could get yeah totally so Let me put that out there. If anyone wants to take me up on the challenge, email me podcast at buns.com. And uh, even if they don't, I think I'm going to call somebody out at the buns office. Watch out Mort and, and see (laughs) if he can do the week. Cool. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to say before uh, you sign off? No, that's it. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. <laughs> All the way from California. I hope that uh, you can help spread the word out there and make buns a thing. Uh, I'd I'm love... I'm going to work on it. Now that I'm here, I can like actively 
I feel like LA just needs to learn what buns is and how it works and then they'll realize how awesome it is and how awesome it could be in a city this big. Oh yeah. Like, and I feel like there's a lot of people with a lot of cool stuff. There is. You know. And I, I really want you selfishly to make it a thing so that they can send me out there and we can do some fun stuff in LA. Cool. Yeah, I'm all, I'm I'm working on it. <laughs> all right, guys. Until next week. Keep on buzzing. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. All right, so no voicemails this week. But if you've got something to say, call 647-ZENTRAL. That's 647-936-8765. Leave a message, and I'll play it on the show. We're just going to go straight into the interview today which is an interesting one. It's by a bun who is kind of using buns as a launching off point for their business, kind of dipping their toe in the water to see if it might be feasible. I sat down with her. We had some interesting conversation, which made me very hungry because uh, I've been eating nothing but pasta and pasta sauce. And she actually let me try some of her matcha cookies, which were delicious delicious you guys got to keep your eye out on buns and get some so here's the interview oh before we start i forgot to mention that she goes by the moniker picky eater that's p-i-q-u-e-y eater and the website is the same pickyeater.com so if you want to see what her creations are or you know maybe get your hands on some of these creations check out the site here's the interview So, why don't you introduce yourself for the Buns Podcast? Okay, so my name is Catherine, and I run uh, the Picky Eater account on Buns, and I also run the food blog as well there. Do you want to spell it out? It's Okay, so it's, it's spelled a little bit differently. So right. it's spelled P-I-Q-U-E-Y, and that was because I did a play on words quite a few years ago. Because I wanted to choose foods that were interesting to me rather than just yeah. being picky. Okay, so the picky eater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and w- is there a website? Yeah, so it's under the same name. It's pickyeater.com. So know that, just pickyeater.com. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, I mean, before we get into the bun side of things, why don't you just tell me a little bit about the blog, kind of what you do. So I started this blog shortly after I graduated university because... Um, I I went to U of T and inside the program, it's just incredibly strenuous. You don't really have much time to do anything else. So once I graduated, I thought I'm going to live life and explore the city the way I wish I could. Right. So I went to different restaurants and I started doing reviews on my Facebook profile. And somebody's like, why don't you start a food blog? And I figured since I had the time now, Mm -hmm. I'd start it up. So then I started doing that. And then I started recently um, getting into recipes. So then I started posting those. And the blog kept picking up steam and I started getting sponsors as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So then I want to do something more. I want to allow the people who are reading not to just read about the things I was eating, but also be able to taste it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's when I recently started selling some of the goods that I make. That's amazing. Okay. Let's rewind for a second. You said that uh, you were in school. It was really strenuous. Uh, what were you taking? 
Um, I was in the business co-op program up in Scarborough. Okay. So I guess it kind of, that's something that carries over to what you're doing now. It's sort of like a little business going yeah, on. Yeah, it, it does. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So you started uh, eating interesting places, making interesting food. And, and uh, how did you kind of get the word out there at first with the blog? Like, how, how did you gain listenership? I don't really know anything about blogging. I'm really bad at social media. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know. How, how <laughs> well, did you build your fan base? I built it a lot through actually meeting a lot of people mm -hmm. and um, from my own Facebook page. So I, I actually met a lot of people in university and throughout all the things that I did. Yeah. So I had a, over like a thousand people that were following me. So I figured this would be a good place to start. And then as word got out and as I met more people at different conferences, different events. Yeah. I'm a bit of a social butterfly. So I fly around to different circles and I meet more people nice. and tell them about what I do. Yeah. So... Um, you said it wasn't until after university that you really started getting into this. So were you always a food person or did it just kind of happen later on? Um, all, pretty much ever since I was born. I was born into a very food-centric family. We, when we host parties, um, the entertainment doesn't really matter. If the food's not good, it's not a good party. And that's how <laughs> our family believes in. Like if we, there's a wedding and the food's not good, we don't really care about anything else. Right. Okay, so I guess it's kind of in your blood. Uh, well, that's cool. And then at one point, you joined Buns? Yes. So it was actually a friend of mine. She was She's quite a prolific uh, Bunzer. Yeah. And she would be trading a lot, and she would tell me about it. And then and then I, I, I just figured I'd see the app and see what was going on. And I'm like, okay, I see. I understand what's going on. People are trading some of the things that they don't necessarily want or need anymore and see if they could get something of value. Right. So then I told her, I'm like, well, why don't I just post some of the stuff I make? If I get some an offer that I like, then I'll trade. If not, you know, no big deal because it's not like I have like cookies sitting on my shelf that need to go. Right, right, right. And um, so I just, I, the very first thing I posted was these matcha cookies I brought for you today. Yeah. And I got like 55 likes over like in the span of a few days. And oh, I was wow. Like, I was like, oh, is this a lot? I, I didn't know. Like I didn't yeah, understand yeah. the scale of anything. And then she looked at it. She was like, this is crazy. And most like on a lot of her items, like yeah. cosmetics or whatever, she would get two, three likes. And she's like, 55 is amazing. And then like people kept asking and seeing what they could trade for it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So then I started posting more. And then um, as time went on, people kept kind of ordering. Yeah, yeah. And they come back too. So kind of, it's kind of picked up steam a little bit. Well, <clears throat> so... I mean, that's kind of one of the interesting things that I've found about this story. It's almost like buns as a business development tool, but it's not so much advertising because it's not like, you know, you're like Coke or Pepsi. You're making all of this stuff out of your house and trading it for stuff on buns. You're not looking for money, but have you, um, you said that you had some return business. Have you like kind of got some customers from buns as well? It's not just trades. Yeah. At a point? So in the beginning I would, like, especially if it's a first-time person, I would try to find something on their profile, right? Yeah. And then um, I trade something for that. And then usually after the first time they try it, they're like, it's worth it. It's mm -hmm. worth the value. Because every time I post it, I always post a, a monetary value that it would be worth. So I'm looking for items that are worth about that amount. Right, right. And uh, they come back and they're more than willing to either do uh, tokens, gift cards, or something along those lines. Right, right. That's Well, that's pretty interesting. I mean, I kind of like the idea of a homegrown business sort of blossoming from buns because it makes sense that although the platform itself is 
a no money platform, it makes sense that it, it, it would be an interesting place to find customers and uh, build a business, especially for things that are like handmade or in this case, baked, I guess. Do you do, you do other things other than baking? Um, I actually make Korean kimbap. Okay. So it's essentially like it looks like sushi, but it tastes the taste profile is completely different. So I also make those and those are actually incredibly popular. So I I have a full time job, but like usually on Saturdays when I do the deliveries, I have to wake up at like 5 a.m. and then start making them. Oh, wow. OK, so you almost got like two full time jobs then. Pretty much. What What is your other job? Um, I work at a startup here in Toronto. OK. Yeah, it's called One Class. So I do um, it's education tech. So, okay. So I fell into that when I was in university as well because I was in school and I was interested in mm-hmm. the whole education system and how that can be kind of hacked. So I joined them and that was that was really interesting. I'm still there doing a lot of stuff there. Yeah. But, you know, my other passion is also food. Yeah, yeah. Do you see this kind of growing at, into a like a, a real full-time business for you? I can definitely see food becoming a full-time business because as I was looking into blogging, blogging is definitely already full-time for a lot of people. Yeah. And then when you get into food production, that's also. So outside of buns, is there a place where people can buy your goods? Um, Right now, I only started on buns. Yeah. So I did find a couple of craft shows. So the really interesting thing about buns was that I actually found a lot of other entrepreneurs doing their own type of thing, like um either they're doing um like things like bath bombs uh, mm-hmm. lotions their own type of cosmetics and uh they were telling me about like these craft shows that i should definitely sign up for so i i am lined up for a couple this year just to see like just to test the market and see right. whether that would work well why don't you why don't you plug them right now what kind of craft um, shows are you going to be so at? one of them is actually at malvern collegiate okay so it's at a little high school off on the east end yeah and they have a craft show happening on december 3rd and they they're just grabbing like local vendors to sell stuff and i i called them up and they were like you're one of our last ones you just made the cut yeah yeah and i I told them what i was doing and they just saw the picture of the green cookie and they're like we want the green cookie there (laughs) we need to have the green cookie december 3rd okay mark that off it's right near my house so i think i'll I'll definitely swing by that one yeah and there's another one um this one is a bigger show so this one i'm trying to still figure out how to do the logistics it's basically the gourmet food and wine show Oh, wow. Okay. So that's like not tiny at all. It's um, it's a four day type of conference. It's happening from November 17th to 20th, I believe. And uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty big. But I'm working with another company to get that hopefully through. Do you have any new recipes in the works? Um, we're right now working on some of the fall recipes, like upcoming Thanksgiving, Christmas season. So okay. I know like that's pretty big. So if anybody wants uh, stuff like that. We're definitely going to be posting up some new stuff soon. That's, uh, man, I saw, I mean, you know this because we've talked about it, but I'm doing this month where I'm trying to live solely off buns and all this food talk has just gotten me so hungry and those cookies look, look good. I think we, we got to have one before, <laughs> before the interview is over, uh, do a little taste test. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> um, you mentioned the green cookie. Mm-hmm. And um, the Korean, sorry, what what was it? Korean kimbap. Kimbap. Yeah. Uh, what other recipes do you got going on, or like, w- what else is in your wheelhouse? Because they uh, also, I mean, these cookies look amazing. The kimbap sounded really good. I want to hear about the rest of it. Um, so we just do a whole slew of items. So like, my dad really loves cooking, mm-hmm. so he has different experiments going on all the time. Um, recently, he did 
one with the the summer blueberries so he did like a yogurt cake with that and and it was absolutely delicious and then we also do cream puffs so this is like a family business yeah yeah it's actually my dad and i oh wow okay yeah so that that's also um on my profile i actually just straight up tell people that you know my dad and i are aiming to own a shop one day yeah yeah you know like if you see something you like let me know and i'll look at your profile oh that's amazing okay i didn't i didn't realize that i think i might have missed that so it's, it's you and your dad cooking up these uh you know what i'm sorry i think we're gonna have to have one of those cookies right now because i keep looking at them and they're so good they look so good so okay as i open this bag yep. and annoy people who are listening what is what is this exactly that's in there so this is the matcha green tea macadamia white chocolate cookie so there's three main things that you should be tasting you should be tasting the subtle earthiness of the matcha and this matcha I'm using is actually the highest grade that um, I I go through a company called Iporo, and they have their highest grade matcha is um, this one that you're tasting right now. So you taste the subtle earthiness, and um, there's macadamia nuts and also white chocolate as well. Guys, it's really good. It's really good. Sorry, I don't mean to like smack my lips into the mic, but uh, man, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it, really. I'm I'm not a, a food critic by any means, but uh, it is an interesting tasting cookie. I don't know how to... Uh, I'll just say you guys got to try it. You guys got to get to uh, Malvern December 3rd or the Gourmet Wine and Food Show. Was that what yep. it was? And try one of these cookies. Or just, if you can, track them down on buns because it is uh, something special. I feel like I would get in big trouble if I didn't save at least one or two of these for my girlfriend when I get home because she's a big food person as well. And as soon as she hears this episode, if she finds that I've eaten them all, I'll be in big trouble. Sorry, I'm just going to take another bite. Yeah, the interesting thing about matcha, like I've been looking into it, was um, this matcha is pretty expensive. That's the one thing that a lot of people don't realize with uh, this type of ingredient is like there's many different grades and this quality of matcha goes for over $50 Canadian for 40 grams. Wow. Wow. Okay. So these are gourmet, gourmet cookies then. So you just ate about like $3 worth of ingredients. Wow. You guys, you, I don't know. You guys got to trade, do what you need to do to get these cookies because, well, they're good. So a um, few questions. Before uh, before I let you go and just devour the rest of these cookies, how many how many buns trades have you done for food? I think I've done somewhere in the realm of including all the repeats. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere in the realm of about like thirty ish so far. Wow. Okay. They're a hot commodity, guys. Again, sorry for the lip smacking, but I'm not going to stop eating them. Okay. And what was your what was your first buns trade? My first buns trade was actually was actually a loaf of bread, a loaf of brioche bread, and also um, some madeleines. So we also do um, orange blossom madeleines. Oh. And this one person said, you know, hey, I'm willing to trade for these for, for tokens, and I was just completely shocked because I figured that I wasn't going to get any trades. At most, I was going to get a few likes. And this one person is just like, no. I'm I've I've been sold by the pictures alone. Mm-hmm. I want to try it. Well, amazing. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Do you um do you have the app as well? Oh uh, yeah, I do. Okay. 
because I know that uh, pretty soon in the app there's going to be a follow feature. So I need, I'm going to start following you and see what what other creations you come up with because I'm going to need that stuff. Uh, what's your name on the app? Um, it's Picky Eater. It's P-I-Q-U-E-Y-E-A-T-E-R. All right. You guys should definitely hit up that profile. Okay. So what was your most recent buns trade? My most recent one was actually um, orders of Kimbop and the matcha cookies. And like I did actually a few yesterday mm-hmm. and those were for actually cash. Oh. Th- these were repeat. Nice, but, nice, but nice. Yeah. And um, last question. Mm-hmm. What are you ISO? My main ISOs are either for either high-end baking goods that'll help me be able to set up my own business yeah. or um, are like really good um, opportunities and tips for somebody who's looking to start up this type of business because I definitely need it. Yeah. And like people who are more experienced, I would more than gladly trade you a batch of cookies for. For a little bit of advice. Yeah. For even just like hooking me up with uh, opportunities of places where I can sell or places where I can be. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think that, um, I, oh, wow. I can still taste the, the matcha. It's, uh, this is good guys. I think that it's, uh, all you need to do is get your your name out there because uh, when people eat these, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be won over. If you like if you like, um, I mean, I haven't tried the other stuff, but if you like green tea, and this is just like right up my alley because there's green tea, there's um, macadamia nut and white chocolate, and those those things are just like <coughs> excuse me, near and dear to my heart. So I think that once you get your name out there, enough people get a little taste test going on. You'll have no trouble getting some repeat business. Well, thanks for sitting down and talking to me. I hope that uh, all you guys listening rush out and at least attempt to uh, either trade for some cookies or come to one of those shows because I I, uh, strongly suggest that you guys check it out. Thanks a lot. No problem. Music this week comes by way of Toronto punk band Ruthless Ones. A song is called Daytail, and uh, if you're into it, the music can be found at ruthlessones.bandcamp.com. Here it is. (laughs) 